Hey everybody and welcome to another show of Torn It Up and as ever it's packed to the very brim with some of the best music around. Now we're getting very very close to the third anniversary and we have a very special guest joining us again on next week's show. I'm going to have the pleasure of having the one and only Mr Anthony Gomes as my co-presenter and it's going to be fun let me tell you. But that's next week. This week it's show number 155 and we have so much music on I think you're going to love it. Let's tell you what we've got. First of all, we have the brand new single from the man himself, Anthony Gomes, and it's called Bluesified. You'll hear that at the very start of the show. Then we have music from Sujata Songstress, Ben Reel, Big Joe Shelton, The Ruby Tuesdays, Robert John and the Wreck, The Plague, Hong Fox, Status Quo, and their brand new 2022 version of their classic Caroline. And then we have the torn up interview with the one and only Sugar Ray Ray. And this man is larger than life. He is something else. He's a force of nature. He is a personality. He is a talent. And he is a voice. There's something else. You've got to hear this interview. He tells it like it is. He tells it like no other. Then we also have music from Rod Stewart, David Bowie and Fleetwood Mac. And they are the fans' favourite choice from Gene Hillis. A beautiful lady we met earlier in the week in Darwin. Um... And we got to chatting and she was a big music fan and she and her husband picked these three songs. Rod Stewart, Sailing, David Bowie, Storm, Fleetwood Mac, The Chain. Oh, what a connection. Also music from The Dead Daisies, Marco Mendoza, Sammy Hager and The Circle, Snakebite, Gwyn Ashton and Friends. And there's a story behind that. We'll get to it when we're playing it. Kill Feather, Big Joe Shelton again is coming back in the thing. Two songs from the man. Um, also The Move L.A. Guns Greg Allman Joe Walsh Leathersome Jet Bob Dylan, Supertramp, Yes, Genesis, Queen and Paul Rogers, Sweet with a revamped version of Hellraiser, The Velvet Underground, The Beatles, Wizard, Brian Setzer. And we're going to finish off the show with a very special tribute to the man himself, Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll. He's talked about quite a lot at the minute with the movie that's out. But in fact, tonight's show goes out on the 16th of August, which is the 45th anniversary of the passing of the King of Rock and Roll. So we really couldn't let that pass without playing three of the best from Elvis. So Elvis brings the show to a close. However, let's get back to the start. And this is brand new music from Anthony Gomes. Always good to hear this man on the show. And this one's called Bluesified. I've been bluesified The blues comes in and knocks you down Don't see it coming till you hit the ground Oh baby Just came back, mama, for no 
what a cracking star to the show. What a man, what a talent, what a voice. And, uh, you know, Anthony uh, and myself have known other for a while now. And what an incredible man. What a talent he has. And that's a taste of the new album that's coming out. Uh, and uh, it's, it's prime high-voltage rock and roll. Now, next up, we have new music of a different kind. I know you're going to like this. This is new music from Sujata Songstress. Songstress. And this one's called Too Much Rain. Rain and summer heat It feels like we're going crazy
crazy. Mother Nature cannot live without us. She cannot give. I really, really enjoyed that. Something different, something really special with that unique Indian flavour to it. Really beautiful music on Sujata. Really delighted to play on the show. And I know also that Sujata is a big fan of Anthony Gobbs. It's kind of nice to have the two one after the other. I really enjoy both. Now, next up, we have Ben Reel, closer to home, a man not far away from where I live in Ireland. And this was a single earlier on the year. This is Ben Reel and Fish Out of Water.
has a really fine voice and a very fine songwriting talent and that was a new single or single rather out earlier on in the year for Ben that one's called Fish Out of Water now here's someone that sent me some music rather recently and uh, I think you're going to like it it's bluesy this is Big Joe Shelton and um, this is the opening track of an album he released early in the year called Riding the Chicken and this one's called Put the chairs in the wagon.
Yeah, real bluesy stuff there with a bit of an edge to it, isn't it? That's Big Joe Shelton and put the chairs in the wagon. Absolutely, man. Now, next up, here's a band I really like. This is the Ruby Tuesdays, and she's got you. That was the Ruby Chooses, and she's got you. That's their brand new single. Really like this band. I think they have so much potential and um, really be following their progress very, very closely. Now, next up, well, if you like your Southern Rock, you'll get no better than this. This is Robert John and The Wreck, and this is brand new from them. This one's called Rescue Train. <laughs>
That was Robert John and the Wreck and Rescue Train, and that comes from uh, uh, an album called Live from the Shuffle Brothers Studio. That's brand new and out now. Now, next up, we have The Plague, and this one's called Can't Stop Loving You. Ah. Everyone needs support sometimes. Everyone needs a friend. Everyone needs some love sometimes. Someone who understands You say you make mistakes sometimes And you're scared that's not okay You say you get afraid sometimes That I wanna run away But no!
certainly we can't be accused of having the same old, same old on this show. We can't try to keep variety as much as possible. You've heard a lot of variety from the start of the show. That's another example of it. That was The Plague, an absolutely lovely song called Can't Stop Loving You, and it's brand new and out now. Now, next up, we have Hong Fox, and uh, this is their new single called Coming Through the Ray. I was coming through the ride Waiting to be caught Wearing nothing but my face Mommy didn't know and I didn't want to show I was coming through the ride Bleeding from the eyes You stand in life, there's nothing against the clay shadows and dust pain is a lonely path I was going through the ride bleeding from the mouth you wear it like there's nothing else I've played this band on the show before really liked what they do and I like that too that's brand new from Hong Fox and it's called Coming Through the Ray now next up well these guys are on the road a long long time they've entertained millions I'd say at this stage all over the world 
And this is a song that really is iconic as far as songs are concerned for this band. I'm talking about Status Quo and I'm talking about Caroline. But the guys decided to give it a new twist. So they've re-recorded again 2022 style. So this is the Quo and a brand new revamped version of the classic Caroline.
Yeah, I mean, I love that. It's different from the original, but it, it still has that spark to it that makes it really special. That was status quo and their 2022 version of Caroline. Now, we're almost at the point of doing the Turn It Up interview. And this week, we have someone rather special, as indeed we do every week, because there's some amazing people have spoken with us here on the show. This is no exception. This is the one and only Sugar Ray Rayford. And he's a larger-than-life character, and he was one amazing story to tell. Now, before we press the button on that, as always, we're going to play you a song before the interview starts. So this is Sugar Ray Rayford. An Invisible Soldier.
Yep, really, really enjoyed that. That's Sugar Ray Rayford, an invisible soldier. And that's one of the tracks taken from his latest album called In Too Deep. Now, this is where we're at. We're about to start the interview. We waste no more time. Let's press the button on the Torrid Up interview with the one and only Sugar Ray Rayford. Touch the bottom. Ah. 
Hey everybody and welcome to another interview here on Torn It Up and you know as always I am so appreciative of the time that the artists take to be with us here on the show. Now I have someone rather special. I have been lucky enough to see this blues legend on more than one occasion. Fourth in my hometown of Mullen where he played the Harvest Blues Festival and then secondly at the legendary Rockin' Blues Festival in Skegness in the UK. On both occasions, he simply blew me away. Will you give a massive torn it up welcome to the one, the only, the incredible Sugar Ray Rayford? How are you, my man? Not bad, brother. It's going to be hard to follow that, man. I need to hire you as my open guy, my hype man. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm open to all for Sugar Ray. We'll talk about it when the interview's over. <laughs> Uh, first of all, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Um, and I suppose, really, in your own words, just tell me how Sugar Ray Rayford began his musical journey. Was there music in the family? How did it all begin? Tell us in your own words, Sugar Ray. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, secondly, you know, yeah, you know, my mother was probably the greatest singer that I had ever heard. Uh, and we grew up singing in the church, you know, singing and playing it in church. You know, I started singing in the what we call the Sunshine Band, the Little People Choir, uh, probably about the age of five. And then I picked up the drums and played a little keyboard. And, but, you know, I was always impressed by my mother. I didn't sing so much back then. I was more the choir director and stuff like that. But, you know, my, my mother used to always joke to me, like, she's like, you're not my child. I'm like, what do you mean I'm not your child? She's like, you can't sing and you can't dance. And I'm like, What? And uh, that was funny, but yeah, it it uh it all started uh, in the church, and you know I, I played gospel up until I joined the military when I was uh, eighteen, nineteen years old. So uh, I was at church literally seven days a week, uh, either my church or work with other choirs and whatnot, because I expanded with my friend uh, Tony Williams and Roger McGee, some guys I knew, and we had several choirs and we used to do workshops and things like that. So it literally all started from the church. Yeah, and I mean, that's something, you know, particularly with artists from, from the U.S., I've noticed that, that a lot of the, a lot of it started, you know, in the church and choirs and things like that, which is brilliant because, you know, as you said, it was seven seven days a week, so the, the practice was constant. And tell me, at what age or what time did you get into to, to play with your first band, or how did that come about? Well, you know, that's the, a long story that I try to tell quick. Uh, by the time I got to 18, I was kind of burnt out with music, with the gospel music scene and music altogether. I joined the military and uh, was in there for eight to 10 years. And, you know, I didn't play any music, didn't really sing, except maybe if you're singing to a girl or something. And, uh, then I was a bodyguard and bouncer for many years after that. And one night I was working this club I used to have that had live bands and uh, uh, somehow or another I wound up with the microphone and uh, sang a couple songs and people were sang a song and, and people were looking at me shocked you know like you know because they only knew me as the bouncer or the bodyguard and they were like wow wow and my friend at that time who was now my wife Pamela was there and she was just like I remember telling me like you know you should sing and I was like yeah you know you can't make any money doing music and it's crazy and at the time, I was working three jobs, and, and uh, you know, when the, 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 the 
more serious that she and I got, the more and more she pushed me toward doing music. And uh, it took her a while. It took her three, four years to convince me to go in and do music. Uh, but she did, and I started with a funk band, uh, just a cover band called the Urban Gypsies in San Diego area. We did really, really well. It was a lot of fun, and I kind of got the bug back but wanted to play music again. And so, you know, I looked at all the different music. The R&B scene was okay and all that, but the blues scene reminded me of the, the gospel as far as the music and the way people reacted, uh, the, the whole culture, the whole uh, livelihood behind it was just like the gospel, so... Uh, I quit my own band, the Urban Gypsies, and I joined a band called Unkizzy's Boys uh, in the San Diego area, blues blues rock-based band, and became the lead singer of that band. And, you know, next thing you know, we was playing somewhere with sometimes between 200 or 300 shows a year and doing the casinos and all this stuff. And uh, it, it just things just kind of blossomed from there. And then uh, around 2008, I started venturing into uh, Los Angeles, and uh, we finally uh, uh, ultimately moved to Los Angeles. And um, uh, I was running a big jam at this, this place called Cozy's, which is no longer there, but it had been there, one of the premier blues and soul clubs in uh, Southern California, Los Angeles area. And I used to have all the big rock guys, you know, from Slash to, to Tim Bogart to Lucather to Vivian Campbell, uh, a lot of the big... Uh, big uh, soul guys also like James Gadsden, Albino Bennett and Gerald Johnson and all these guys they would come in to the jam all the time and uh, uh, from there I wound up one night I played with John Mayall me Jimmy Vivino Cal David John Mayall Nate Watson uh, 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 Mr. Gadsden on drums and uh, I didn't know who Mayall was at the time but everything just kind of fell from there and that particular night uh, Randy Shorkoff, who used to be God rest, rest his soul, who used to be the owner of Delta Groove Records, he was in the room that night. And two days later, I get a call from him asking me to come and uh, do a show in Spain uh, with the Manish Boys. And, and I was like, okay, that's fine, fun. And so I went and did that. And on the plane ride back, he offered me uh, the job to be one of the Manish Boys. And everything gets its sort of history from there. Wow. So, I mean, you know what I'm surprised by? I, I didn't realise that, you know, for many years you were in the military and, and, and really nothing musical at all. Like, I, I, I thought maybe perhaps from a young age you were involved. In, so so that surprised me. Uh, and, and then the way that you, you, you got involved, and I guess Pam had a very big influence on you as well, and now she's your manager. So I guess some things are just meant to be. It was the way fate had dealt the cards out for you. Yeah, it was. Because like I said, what people don't realize is I didn't meet my wife as a musician. I met my wife, I was like I said, a bodyguard and bouncer. But she was the one and has always been the one who has always pushed me uh, to do music and and to not give up and keep going in the whole music scene. If it wasn't for her, I, w- I would not have done it. Well, that's amazing. Well, she believed in you. And I suppose someone else said, 
you know, that's the quality too of a great manager. If if whoever it is they're managing at the one hundred percent believe in them and she obviously at that point well, she wasn't your manager, but at the end of the day she obviously believed in you and saw something very special there and uh, she was so right. Uh and uh, I I certainly I saw you as I say, you performed at the Harvest Blues Festival in Monaghan and you know, I've seen many artists over the years. I don't think I've ever seen anyone with the energy, the power, the power of your voice. Because I remember on that occasion, you actually put your microphone down and sang without any PA and your voice filled the the marquee. And that to have that power in your voice, to be able to connect with so many people, I just thought that was incredible. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you know, I'm loud. I, I'm from the old church, and then, like I said, uh, years as a, as a Marine, and, you know, uh, the old church, you know, we used to always tell people, a lot of times we didn't have PA systems and whatnot, but you may have had a 250 or 300 member choir, and you had, as a, as a soloist, uh, or even as a choir director, you know, you had to be heard, felt, understood uh, over that, whether you had a microphone or not, so you learned you learn to project and sing from the diaphragm and, and all that good stuff. And so the funny thing was when I got to circular music, uh, a lot of those teachings, people weren't doing it. But then I realized that a lot of people didn't grow up uh, singing in the church. And, uh, uh, you know, the thing about the church was once you left the church and went to circular music, you were already, quote, unquote, a pro. Uh, you know, you, you, you know, the church... Uh, some of the greatest musicians and greatest singers of all time. And, you know, you, you, you were up there next to them or with them. And so by the time you got to just coming out and do a couple of gigs and whatnot, it, it wasn't such a big deal as that, you know, being afraid to be in front of people or, or trying to find out who you are. You kind of already knew all those things. So you, you could concentrate on the message you was trying to, you were trying to send or the thoughts that you were trying to uh, get out. You know, it, it's, it, it's a proving ground, you know, we always told people, you know, when they see black people, they're like, man, you know, a lot of people can sing and all this, but, you know, you learn to entertain because uh, that is sometimes not everybody's there to listen to the singer. Not everybody's there to listen to the drama, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I think that in the blues world, especially, uh, we've forgotten the entertainment factor of it all. And that that is a big, big, big deal. And it's something that I will never forget. And I will always push that. So I'm going to play great music, but I'm also going to entertain. So... You know, I'm not a jukebox. I'm not one of those guys that don't like going song to song to song to song to song. I'm not a disc player. You know, I, I do the song and do a couple songs, and then I may tell a story, or I may tell some jokes, or I may, you know, I'm dancing, or I may go out in the audience and dance with people. But it's all about entertainment and whatever it takes to get the idea and that that feeling uh, of, of uh, I guess, appreciation of, we appreciate the people and knowing that I appreciate them for being there. So that's always been a big deal for me. Well, I think that's what I that's what I noticed when I saw you. Like you are the complete entertainer. You just don't sing the songs. You do connect with the crowd. You do tell jokes. You're a larger than life character, and you're you're someone I I I really enjoyed. And then your band is incredible. Like I think. The time I saw you in Skegness, I'm not sure whether he was with you when you played Mon, you had Alistair Green on guitar, 
and uh, wow like what what a talented guy too so you know you, you've surrounded yourself with some really incredible musicians and i guess that's part of any success it's no one person there's a team of people whether it's pam your manager or whether it's the band or whatever and everybody gives a hundred percent and it is the entertainment business so what you you as you say sometimes maybe people forget they're there to entertain and why do you do that this is Sugar Ray Rayford, and gonna lift you up. The road ahead looks awful tough, many miles to go. It may get rough There will be times You feel you had enough There will be times Where you want to give up Gonna lift you up We you feeling low Gonna fill you up Yeah, yeah Just let it flow
So tell me something. Whatever COVID hit, I mean, how hard was that for the artists, people like yourself that are out there working week in, week out, and then all of a sudden no gigs, no nothing. How hard was it to adapt to that? Or was there, did did social media help with that? Was there online gigs? You know, I was already mentally and physically burnt out because I had, I didn't realize that when COVID had hit, I had been going for like 16 years. I hadn't taken a break. And my wife, you know, for me, it was a really weird, well, it was weird for everyone, but it was surreal. And, you know, I I went from doing 180 shows to no shows. I, I get nominated for a Grammy. I went to BB King Entertainer of the Year, the Soul Artist of the Year. At the exact same time, my wife was diagnosed uh with uncurable cancer and she she's doing fine now she's still kicking butt and everything uh but you know i had the highest highs and the lowest lows uh but the good part for me was i needed to be here for her and the covid actually allowed me to be able to be home because it would have been hard for me to be around the world with what she was going through and she's still going through but you know not not as bad as it was back then with the stem cells and the you know the Forty-eight hour hospital visits and the chemo and the radiation and all the other stuff. So uh, I was kind of grateful that I was able to be here. Now, now that COVID's over, it, it's been a little slower to pick back up. I mean, this year I think I've only done uh, when it, when it's all said and done, I will only have done maybe sixty shows. And, and for me, that's that's so little considering that I was used to playing, you know, somewhere between one hundred fifty to one hundred eighty shows a year. And so the next year, you know, the new album just came out March the 4th. It's doing really, really well. It has almost 2 million streams already. Uh, and, and we've been out playing. As a matter of fact, uh, in 48 hours, I'll be driving to Mammoth uh, to play the Mammoth Lakes Festival. And I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I was just in Scotland, uh, in Glasgow, uh, a few weeks ago. Or we, yeah, I think it was a few weeks ago, maybe a month and a half. And, uh, you know, we just, it's just, it was just really surreal. And, uh, it's still, as I tell people, musicians, we were the first people out of work and we'll be the last people back to work. There's some people that, that have been out there touring during the COVID uh, uh, with, with some success, I guess. The thing is, you couldn't have big crowds. So, you know, if you're a big artist, you're out there and you only have 50 people in the room, you always appreciate those 50 people, but it doesn't cover the bills or the, the, the payment that it takes to uh, pay your band and get from place to place and sleep and eat and all this sort of thing. So, what I did was I started the Sugar Shack, and uh, just because I got I got so bored not seeing people and being locked up, but I know so many people, so I started a show that airs every Tuesday called the Sugar Shack, and I would do like these live interviews with musician friends of mine from all all over the world, and I allow people to sit there and, and be like a fly in the green room, and that helped a lot, and they kept my name out there also without without jeopardizing me being sick because I had the double women where I didn't want to get sick. But also, I could not afford to bring anything home to get to my wife with everything she was already going through. So it was it was a very surreal time. Well, you know, the beautiful thing is that you're getting through it. You got through it. And the universe is a funny way of, of making things work in your favour. And you're a good man and, and your wife is a fantastic woman. She believed in you. You know, I've had some communication with Pam. I haven't spoken to her in person, but, you know, I got that feeling even from the emails. A wonderful woman. And, you know, I, I want to, on behalf of myself and everyone else here, I want to wish her all the best and, and, and 
sending lots of healing, love and positivity to her because it sounds like she's a fantastic person and she certainly has lots more living to do, lots more things to do and and uh, that's for sure. That's for sure, brother. That is for sure. Um, never enough. So, no, she, she's, she is wonderful. And uh, I, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be doing this without her. So, uh, you know, we brought in a manager uh, while she was sick. And that worked okay. Back to she and I and, and the agents and whatnot, but uh, it's good to have her have her back. And like I said, there's no cure for this particular cancer, but thank God in today's world there are treatments and people live 15, 16 years or so uh, with this. So she's doing well. Matter of fact, she's at work now in LA. I dropped her to the airport this morning, so. Uh, she's doing good, so I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Nah, look, I I understand that, and as I say, look, thank God that we do live in a time, you know, where there is treatments to halt the progress of awful diseases like cancer. I mean, even even AIDS and things like that that years ago, you know, people died. Now it's able to be controlled. So thankfully, we do live in a time when there's lots more hope, and and that's another example of it. And you know. It's um, it's just great news. It's a good story, and I mean, your story's an inspiration to anybody because you know you're working on three jobs, you're in the military, you did all of that, and yet here was Pam come along, and she she believed in you, she saw that spark, she saw the talent, and um, you know we can never explain sometimes how things happen, but I think the universe has a plan for all of us. And the plan for you was to be involved in music and Pam was the person that come along into your life and saw that and, you know, brought brought along what now is, as far as I'm concerned, just legendary, you know. You're someone I really respect and look up to and as a privilege to have seen you twice and to do this interview as well because when I interview people, I'm a fan. I, I, I love music, it's my passion. So when I connect with someone... A musician that has so much passion for music it really is an honor to speak with them and to hear their story so so thank you so much for doing that and we we come up to the present time you have a new album out you're touring uh you've been in europe um any further plans to come back to europe later in the year or will it be 2023 well yeah we are coming back uh we originally had a show in denmark and then a show in the czech republic we had to cancel the czech republic show but we will be at denmark the blues haven show heaven show me and a papa vic and a few others it's been a lot of fun uh we'll be doing that and we have a few more shows you know uh close to home and then on the east coast of america and then uh we'll be starting to put it together for next year so i know we'll be in spain i know we're going back to the uk france and germany next year uh so we're we're, we're just uh slowly trying to build it back up. I mean, I don't think I want to go back to the point of playing 180 shows a year. That's just too much. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be uh, selective, but keep the band working. So, you know, I like I like to keep it around 100, 120 shows a year, uh, which gives me a chance to actually enjoy uh, where I am and the, and the things I get to see. But, yeah, the new album just came out March the 4th. It's called In Too Deep. It's doing very, very well. We just won a bunch of awards from the Living Blues. We're, we're up right now for the award for Blues Blast Awards. And uh, I've just I've just been grateful. It's just, it's been weird. You know, I think during the COVID, I think I, uh, between the Grammy nomination and everything else, I got like seven, eight different awards. And I was like, wow, it's like I get more awards when I'm sitting at home than, <laughs> than, <laughs> than I'm, than I'm, than I'm, than I'm 
it's been a while, but uh, it's been a blessing, and, and I just take everything and stride. You know, music music business is a weird business, but uh, you know, my biggest thing is like I tell people, I don't do concerts, I do a party, and the reason why I say that is not that I'm not serious because I am dead serious, but my I always felt that as a musician, my job was to come in for an hour or two. And for that two hours, let you forget about what's going on at home, the babysitter, the dog, the wife, the husband, whatever, work. And just for two hours, you know, I want to transport you back to being, you know, 19, 25 years old, shake what your mama gave you, uh, have some good stories, have a good time. And then, uh, then, you, then all that's always waiting. But my job is to make sure that I entertain you. And so that the time you're with me, you really enjoyed it. And that's what, that's what I strive for and what I push for every time I take the stage. I think, you know, you've said something very important because, you know, music and live music in particular, you know, performed by artists like yourself, it uh, it plays such an important part in our lives because, you know, music has the power to make us laugh, make us cry, make us happy, make us sad. But it's it's such a part of who we are. And I, I think, you know, when COVID happened, it made us all realise how much we missed live music, how much we missed the interaction. Even getting together with people that, you know, you become friendly with because there's people are on the same circuit as yourself. You meet them at concerts and gigs. And there's nothing better than someone like yourself, a really good gig, the audience and the artists are connecting, the music's being played, and all the, all the sadness, all the things that are in the modern world that give up many reasons sometimes to, you know, be feeling a bit blue, um, music just gets rid of all that, and people like yourselves that genuinely put their heart and soul into it, it just makes such a difference. So I think... You know what, on behalf of all the people like myself that go to gigs and enjoy music, and for all artists such as yourself that gives everything, I'd just like to say thank you so much for doing what you do. Thank you so much for giving so much of, your, of yourselves to us to make us just really feel good again. We can never thank people like you enough because it is a tough life. There's lots of traveling, there's lots of planes to catch and buses to get and what have you to be there. It enriches our lives so much. So, you know, just just on behalf of all those people like myself, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Oh, man. I, wow. No one's ever said that. But I, I mean, I appreciate that. But I, I appreciate the people. I mean, the same for me, you know. It's therapy for me too because there are times that I'm I'm sore, I'm sick, I'm whatever, uh, and I still I'm still going to play. I always have, and uh, you know the, the I feed off the energy and the spirit of the people, and so I do whatever I can to keep that energy and that spirit high. And and but the biggest thing I said all that to say is that that I'm grateful, and you know I think maybe some musicians forget that, but I'm grateful. People think about the money. The money, yeah, okay, money is a tool. It's just one of those things that you have to have to, to live in the world, but. For me, it's that thing that when people spend their time, when people drive an hour, two hours, three hours to see a show, you know, that means the world to me. That's why, you know, I'm one of those guys, I'm like, I always try to pattern like BB, you know, it may be, the gig may be, have been done for two hours and I'm still there uh, signing CDs, taking pictures and talking to people. And the band sometimes tell me like, Pops, you know, you need to sleep, you only get four hours of sleep, you got to go to the next place. And I'm like, yeah, but it means a lot to me that people spent their time and effort to come see me. So I, I spend my time and effort 
uh, after the show, during the show, I actually talk to people and sit there and talk to them and take pictures and, and make sure that I'm out there because I want them to know that their time and effort and their monies, all that was greatly appreciated. It wasn't just taken for granted. Well, that's lovely that you feel that way. And as I say, look, it's it's been an absolute pleasure for me to speak to you on the show. Um, you certainly inspired me from the moment I saw you in Monon. Uh, you have a really special talent. You're funny. You're, you connect with your people. You've won a hell of a voice. And um, it's been my absolute honour to speak with you here on the show. And thank you so much for taking the time to do the torn up interview here with me uh, on Radio Home of Rock. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you, Sugar Ray. Uh, thank you very much. And to all your listeners out there, thank you guys. And keep on shaking what your mama gave you. And if your mama with you, have her shake it too. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Ray Rayford, blues rock legend, all-round entertainer and good guy. Thank you so much for speaking with us here on the show. And please send our good wishes and love to your wonderful wife, Pam, too. Uh, we wish her well and certainly keep in contact with us let us know what's happening and if we can help in any way we're only too happy to do that it's been a pleasure sir this is all mine thank you sir
slightly, baby. Like a one pecker with a henny. Did you have a good time? I had a good time. Wow, what a story this man tells. And again, Sugar Ray, thank you so much for taking time to speak with us on the show. It really is appreciated. Now, during the interview and at the end, you heard three more tracks. The first was the title track, In Too Deep, followed by Gonna Lift You Up, and we finished off with United We Stand. Again, all above tracks were taken from the In Too Deep album, and that's the latest offering from Sugar Ray Rayford. Many, many thanks again to Sugar Ray for taking the time to speak with us here on the show. It is so appreciated. And as they say, until the next time. Now, next up, we have the fans' favourite. And uh, this is, this week, going to be the choice of Gene Hillis. And I met Gene earlier in the week in Darwin in the Northern Territories. And uh, we were at a hot springs. And this lady, I'm not the best of swimmers, and she was so kind, she was a good Samaritan, and she gave me one of those tubes that you can float with. And uh, we had a conversation, and I asked her if she liked music, and she did. So these next three songs she picked, and Jean, thank you so much for your kindness, it meant the world to me. And what she picked was Rod Stewart, David Bowie, and Fleetwood Mac, all classic tracks, Sailing, Starman, and The Chain. Jean, I hope you enjoyed the rest of your holiday. It was so nice to meet you and your lovely husband, and I hope you enjoy these tracks. Take it away with the fans' favourite from Jean Hillis from Darwin in the Northern Territories, Australia. I'm 
Three cracking tracks, really enjoyed that. Now, next up, more cracking music. This is The Dead Daisies, and this is brand new called Hypnotize Yourself.
Um, Dead Daisies, hell of a band, you know, always a hell of a lineup. Lead vocals have been changed a few times and other band members, but they always produce the quality and that's no different. That's brand new from the Dead Daisies. It's called Hypnotize Yourself. Now, next up, funny enough, is Marco Mendoza. Marco played with the Dead Daisies and this is his new single called New Direction. I'm on the cloud,
Yeah, really like that offering from Marco. A very capable musician, very, very talented man. And that's another example of it. Now, next up, we have Sammy Hager and The Circle. And this one's called Crazy Times.
Yeah, Sammy Hager's one of my favourite vocalists. Uh, you know, he he has what it takes, no doubt about it. And that's another example of it. That was Sammy Hager in the circle and crazy times. Now, a bit of rock and roll. This is Snakebite. And it's their brand new single is called If You Think. If you think it should be easy to start up something with me. If you think I will see to fool just like a old guy used to be. If you think you can melt my heart like the ice on your gloves. With a talking about a moon, feeling the stars above. Cannot be a bit of rock and roll. That was Snakebite. And if you think, and that's their brand new single out now. Now, next up, we have music from Gwyn Ashton and Friends. And, um, well, this is called Get Out of Town. Uh, there's a lot of twists and turns to this. Originally, the song, there was lyrics by Bon Scott. 
And Gwen was going to um, put music to the lyrics, but unfortunately for copyright issues, he couldn't do that. So then he came up with a brand new song and new lyrics, new everything. And this is the result. So this is Gwen Ashton and Friends and Get Out of Town. is brand new from Gwyn Ashton. That one was called Get Out of Town and he's certainly getting out the rock and roll. Now next up we have music from Killfeather and this is taken from their new album called Armchair Revolutionaries and this one's called Into the Light. <laughs>
you know, Killfeather's a band I've always admired and loved on the show. So I love playing their music and that's another example. They never, ever disappoint. And as I say, that's taken from their new album called Armchair Revolutionaries. But the track you heard was called Into the Light. Now, Big Joe Shelton's back in and this is another track taken from his Riding a Chicken album and this one's called Got So Hot. <laughs>
traditional blues musician in the finest sense of the word really enjoyed that and check him out big joe shelton and his new album's called riding the chicken but we're going to keep the rock and roll going this is back in again as robert john and the wreck and um, i love this song this is shine a light on me brother
Yeah, what a great tune, what a great band. Robert John and the Wreck and Shine a Light on Me, brother. Great, great song. Love it. It was a single last year. Now, this has come back a good bit for. There's a band I really loved. And this is another bit of rock and roll. This is The Move. And from way back in the early 70s, California Man.
Yeah, what a what a song, what a rocker. That was the move on California Man. Haven't heard that in a while, but really delighted to play it. Now, next up, we have LA Guns, and this is taken from their checkered past album that came out in 2021. And this one's called Knock Me Down. <laughs>
And that was L.A. Guns and Knock Me Down, taken from the album Checkered Post, which came out in 2021. Now, next up, well, this guy's a legend. This is Greg Allman and Whipping Post.
Great tune coming from a legend, really. And, uh, you know, here's another legend. Mind you, he's gone a bit crazy at the intro to this song. This is Joe Walsh and Meadows.
oh yeah Joe calm down it's not things are not that bad but <laughs> it's a great tune maybe we all go mad now and again but eventually we have to calm down I think Joe has to be honest now next up we have letters from Jet and uh, this is a belter this is called Find My Way Gone
That was Letter Some Jet and Find My Way Gone, taken from an album they released in 2021 called Ghosts of the South. A fine, fine album. Check this band out. They are prime southern rock. Now, next up, well, we're going to go to Mr. Zimmerman. This is Bob Dylan. I love this song. This is Tangled Up in Blue. And the sun was shining I was laying in bed Wondering if she'd changed it all If her hair was still red Her folks, they said our lives together Sure was gonna be rough They never did like mama's homemade dress Papa's bankbook wasn't big enough And I was standing on the side of the road Rain falling on my shoes Heading out for the east coast Lord knows I paid some dues Getting through Tangled up in blue She was married when we first met her Soon to be divorced I helped her out of a jam, I guess But I used a little too much force We drove that car as far as we could Abandoned it out west Split up on a dark sad night Both agreeing it was bad Turned around to look at me as I was walking away. I heard her say over my shoulder, We'll meet again someday on the avenue. Tangled up in blue. I had a job in the great north woods, working as a cook for a spell. But I never did like it all. And one day the axe just fell So I drifted down to New Orleans Where I lucky with a bee employed Working for a while on a fishing boat Right outside of Delacroix But all the while I was alone The past was close behind I seen a lot of women But she never escaped my mind And I just grew Place and I stopped in for a beer. I just kept looking at the side of her face in the spotlight so clear. And later on, when the crowd thinned out, I was just about to do the same. She was standing there in the back of my chair. I said, Timmy, don't I know your name? I muttered something underneath my breath. She studied the lines of my face. I must admit, felt a little uneasy when she bent down to tie the laces of my shoes. I thought you'd never say hello, she said, you look like a silent type. And she opened up a book of poems and handed it to me, written by an Italian poet from the 13th century.
basement down the stairs There was music in the cafes at night And revolution in the air Then he started into dealing with slaves And something inside of him died She had to sell everything she owned And froze up inside And when it finally the bottom fell out I became withdrawn The only thing I knew how to do Was to keep on keeping on Like a bird that Yeah, Mr. Dillon can do no wrong in my mind, and that's one of the classics. That's Bob Dillon and Tangled Up in Blue. Now we're changing styles slightly again, haven't played this band a long while, haven't even heard this song a long while. This is Super Tramp and their classic, the logical song. Thank you. 
Yep, that's a great tune. That's taken from their Breakfast in America album and um, love the band. I mean, their live shows were legendary. And uh, that's a great track. That was Super Tramp and the Logical Song. Now, in a similar vein, we want to keep it going that way because this is, yes, an owner of a lonely heart.
Yeah, another band that were famed for putting on really magnificent live shows, and that was Yes, an owner of a lonely heart. Great track, great, great band. Now, here's another band too, and the vibe is kind of similar with the last three tracks. This is Genesis, and I Can't Dance. Don't 
Yep, that was Genesis and I Can't Dance. I really like that song. And the next one coming up, I really like this. I've been a big fan of Queen for many years and I know at the minute they're doing great business with Adam Lambert at the helm. But back around 2008, and maybe for a year or two after that, they had an absolute blues rock legend doing the vocals, one and only Paul Rogers. And they released an album in 2008 called The Cosmos Rocks. This was uh, one of the tracks, you could almost call it the title track, not exactly the same name, but close enough. This is Queen and Paul Rogers and Cosmos Rockin'.
like this place. Come on down and suck it to me. We got the whole world rocking. We got the whole world rocking. We got the whole world rocking. Oh gosh, I enjoyed that. That's a great track. That was Paul Rogers and Queen rocking at their very best. Now here's another band that really rocked really well back in the early 70s. They're still around, different lineup, but they still have the same power and the glory. Sweet released Hellraiser back in the, I think the early 70s, maybe around 72. But they decided in 2020 to re-record their classic tracks and call it Isolation Boulevard because they did have an album I think come out in 74 called Desolation Boulevard so I guess it was a tip in the hat to COVID this is a great version of a classic have a listen Of hell and you 
Yeah, that's one hell of a rock on track. That was Sweet and Hellraiser, taken from an album called Isolation Boulevard, which came out, I think, towards the end of 2020. Now, we're going to change styles a little bit again. This is the Velvet Underground, and a classic track. I'm waiting for the man.
Yeah, all of us love this track. Just really love the vibe, the, the everything about it. That was the Velvet Underground, and I'm waiting for the man. Now, next up, well, I mean, this album changed albums forever. It The band that recorded this and released it, it was probably the pinnacle of the success. I'm talking about the Beatles when they recorded and released Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And this is the title track. What a great song, what a talented band and what talented songwriters Lennon McCartney were. That was the Beatles and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Now next up, well here's a band was an offshoot of The Move when The Move split up and Jeff Lynne formed ELO. Roy Wood formed Wizard and this was their fourth single. This is Wizard and Ballpark Incident.
Yeah, they rocked and they rolled, that's for sure. They were a rock and roll band. That was Wizard and Ballpark Incident. And that came out, I think, in 73. Now, we're in that rock and roll vibe. And in fact, we're going to be like that to the end of the show. And next up is Brian Setzer. He of the Stray Cats fame. And this is a track from an album he released back in 2006 called 13. I love this track. This one's called Take a Chance on Love.
I love Brian Setzer and what he does because he's kind of modernized, you know, 50s rock and roll and gave it a real punch, a real power pack. And I've loved that track. And uh, I play him pretty regularly on the show. And uh, tonight was no different. Now, we have three songs to go before we go to the end of the show. And normally, of course, I wouldn't do this till we get to the last song. But you'll understand why things are a little bit different. Because tonight is August 16th. It is the 45th anniversary of the death of the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. So we decided... At the end of the show, we'd close the show with Elvis. So we have three tracks, and it marks the different parts of his career. We have That's All Right Mama, which was the first song, really, that he recorded and started off his career. And then the last song, really, that was released just immediately after his death was Way Down. But the final song, really, is a testament to Elvis and... If you've watched the movie, Elvis the movie, you'll know how important this song was to Elvis. And I I think it's one of his best vocal performances because we finish off with Elvis and If I Can Dream. Now, we've told you how we're ending. And of course, before I press the button, as always, I have to thank everybody involved with the show. And of course, go back to the torn up interview guest, Sugar Ray Rayford. Sugar Ray, thank you so much, man, for taking the time to speak with us on the show. It really is appreciated. And, uh, you know, going back then, you know, to uh, to Gene Hill's in Darwin, the Northern Territory, she picked the fans' favourite of Rod Stewart, David Bowie and Fleetwood Mac. Thank you so much for that. And, of course, we have to remember Graham, our producer. I mean, what an incredible job he's doing and what accolades he's already received for, for his, the job on the show. So, Graham, thank you so much for everything you have done. It's just amazing. And you've just taken to it so easily and effortlessly. It's it's amazing. And, and I thank you so much for that. Of course, I have to thank the people of Making a Scene magazine, Richard Lahamadou and all the people there. I mean, week in, week out to support this show incredibly well and uh, you know we know it would not be the success it is without you guys helping us and getting the show on podcasts and everything that you do uh, and of course the incredible people here at Radio Home of Rock I mean these are the people that give them a start in music they saw something I don't know what they saw but they did and they gave me a chance to present a music show that's now become a global success. And I couldn't be happier or prouder of that because the more listeners we have, as I've said many times, the more we can help the many amazing bands that we play on the show. So the more people can hear it. So keep spreading the word. Keep telling people about the show because we want our listenership to grow and grow. And we won't stop until we're the biggest one in the world. And then we can truly help people to achieve their dreams. Um. So that's it. We're down to that. We have three in a row from Elvis. The king is going to take us out. We will shed a tear because it's 45 years from. He left us way too soon. But we're going to remember him now. Elvis, the king of rock and roll forever. So until next week, and remember next week's special... It's our third anniversary and Anthony Gomes is going to be joining us on the show here to co-present it. It's going to be something special. We have a really great track list lined up for you. But without further ado, uh, let's get the king to take us out. Elvis, the floor is yours. And remember, if you hear music that touches your heart, what do you do? 
you tore it up. Look after each other. Be good to each other. And we'll see you same time, same place next week. Take care. Elvis, it's all yours. Way 
Answer's gonna come Somehow Out there in the dark 